Let's get ready to rumble! Hello and welcome to Netflix vs. Cinema, the podcast that shall soon be changing its name to Sean Watches Stuff. <laughs> my name is Tosin and I am I am your host based up in Coventry in the Midlands and joining me as ever on the Isle of Wight are Sharon Hello and the man who shall soon change his name officially to Beast Mode Sean Hello there Hiya Right, so we are we are talking about this because obviously cinemas are back This is the second week, the second one of our cinemas are back shows so with the last ones we called them uh we miss cinemas shows and now all of a sudden cinemas back and it's kind of like you know cinemas back number one return to cinema what we're gonna do this is the second one and sean has done it again sean has gone once more gone into beast mode i had a week in which i was just kind of like wait whoa what happened a week has gone i, I actually don't think i've finished watching anything <laughs> I sent a message out on our WhatsApp group asking Sharon. Sharon says, I've been to the cinema, but I've seen something on iPlayer. And then Sean comes back and goes, <laughs> I've seen this. I've seen that. I've seen this. <laughs> so, Sean, <laughs> would you like to take us through? Would you like to take us through the rundown of the things you have managed to see this week? Okay. The, the things I've managed to see, I guess it would be, um, so I've seen all the Lord of the Rings trilogy. And they were all the, um, they were all the... Uh, extended all extended the, the versions with the extra extended versions. so the, the four and, and a half hour versions the four and a half hour versions yeah four and a half hours it seemed like 40 minutes so um <laughs> that was that was like I, I i didn't plan on seeing them all and it's really really funny and then i watched it and, and, and these these are all in the cinema to be clear these were all, in, all the cinema, in the cinema yes definitely and um i went and it was in screen 11 and i was practically the only person in there so i had the price and it was the screen was was monstrous and it was lovely 4k and it was just sort because i thought i would just sort of see the one of them and i thought so I, so i watched the first one uh, the fellowship and then i thought and i am denied and i thought no i'm going to get a ticket and go and watch the two towers so <laughs> i did so i watched the two towers like i had a, like a two hour i cycled funny enough i cycled along the cycle track to go and watch all the rings and then i thought yeah i'm going to go back so i cycled back and took my car because i'm going to lights me bike yeah and then and then I thought, oh man, this is so good. This is so good. I'm gonna have to go and, and see the Return of the King. So I did that the next day, and you know that was a big four and a half hour one, and it was just lovely and sumptuous. And I mean, the big screen because those those extended versions have never ever been on the big screen. Oh yeah, that's no. true. Yeah. They, 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 I definitely would have liked to have seen them, but they're just on the wrong days for yeah. me. I think so I was thinking I would have loved to have seen that. I have seen all the extended versions, but obviously not at yeah. the cinema. The ma- yeah, the mouth of Sauron and all that, and it, you know, it's just and it just they just make so much more sense, so much more sense. And that I've, I've got to be honest, I just thought this is why I love the cinema. That they need to be seen. These are films that need to be seen at the cinema. And it was cool, and it was air conditioned, and <laughs> yeah. It was just oh like, yeah, perfect, perfect conditions to go and watch a giant, luxurious, excellent fantastic movie and it was a movie experience it was a, a a total total fabulous experience so so you saw so you saw fellowship of the ring and uh um, yeah. the two towers on one day yes and then you saw you came back the next day to see return of the king return of the king so yes. so the so the okay. first day what day what time did that start and what time did you actually get out of the cinema to go home okay so i it started at midday and i came out it came out about half past four twenty five five for the I first cycled film. back Okay. Yeah, for the first film. 
I cycled, and then uh, two towers started at six o'clock. So I cycled back. I've got um, it's a bit I'm a bit cheeky really because I've got an electric bike. So uh. and it's quite good. That's so good track I've been. So I got back. I, it took me. I got back about five. Oh, because um, obviously you, more, you live in, you live in cows now, so obviously it's not. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. So a, so for those of you who do not know the Isle of Wight, those of you who have not never had the pub. Those of you who have never had the privilege of being either a corkhead or an ovener, so, so that's it. Yeah. yeah. For those of you who never had it, so Sean is talking. You might think the Alvarez is tiny, but Cows is probably from the cinema to drive from my house when I was living in Cows to the cinema. Probably took me about fifteen minutes, twenty minutes with traffic, and on a bike that's like you know a forty minute thing. So you cycle all the way back, cycle back, and and so you cycle all the way back and brought your car back. Yeah. Well, because the, the joy was what the good thing was is that when I cycled to see the, the the fellowship, I left my my bike in the shed at work and I put it on charge. Oh so, yeah, and and it is a bit of an old. I mean, it, it's 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 legal, but they don't have the twist grip anymore. But this one's quite old, so it's got like a twist grip. Oh yeah, so, yeah. And and the cycle path, which from from Newport to Cap, it, it was so easy to cycle. Thousand, it was all it was all yeah, cycle I, lanes. Yeah, no, I know. I, I used to like, I used to do that. I used to do that cycle. Yeah. Come out, come out down around about the key, like Black House. That's key. it. That's the yeah, one. Yeah. 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 So, so yeah. So, I, so that was it. And then on the Sunday, I sort of took it fairly easy. And then I went to see the six o'clock, the two towers, and I came out just before eleven, probably, just, yep. just sort of <laughs> after. So, but it didn't seem. I mean, it was four four odd hours, and it didn't. It really, really didn't seem like that. It seemed like. 40 minutes i just was there an I, interval or did you go straight no through? there was no interval it was all the way through and i just lost myself in it and it was just great and i even have to say at some moments there was even a little tear oh and, I think, yeah, and uh, you know tear of happiness and tear of and it was just like yeah there's when i think of the whole films i used to like the two towers the best yeah um and then I, th- and I was thinking about it, and I thought, oh, the Fellowship was really, really, really good, because that was probably the least favourite of mine. But, and I thought, oh, that's, that's really good. That's going to be my favourite now. It's going to be favourite. And it still was after I thought of the Towers. I thought, yeah, Fellowship's better. And I thought, and the, two, the Return of the King was always my, probably my least favourite. But I think that's because when I saw it, the pictures, it was very, they didn't have the extra bits in, so it didn't make, but the Return of the King is just a, a masterpiece of cinema. Absolutely masterpiece. Yeah. yeah. Which order did you like, Sharon, when you saw them? I had. I don't Sharon. think I had a favourite because I took them all as as I took them all as like one huge film, like one twelve-hour yeah. film. So I, I'd never, I've never really separated them in that way. Um, so I don't think I have a favourite. I think I like. Actually, I like Fellowship. It's got Sean Bean in it. <laughs> yeah oh oh spoiler spoiler for the another two films no. of, for anybody who hasn't managed to watch lord of the rings in the last 20 years <laughs> but, but but he does actually in he he is also in the extended he in. versions he's yes in he's the in the extended, extended versions, versions of the other two yes yeah yeah because they sort of regress a little bit to different times so yeah you know so you do see yeah when especially when you're sort of with Denethor and all the rest of them. Yes, you do see uh, see a bit of Boromir. Uh, okay. But also, night. Yeah. Sorry. What about you, uh, Toes? Because you must have seen them. Uh, oh yeah, I've seen the I've seen the Lord of the Rings. I think, to be totally honest with you, I think I only ever saw them in the cinemas. I only ever saw them in the mm. cinemas. Never saw them on DVD or anything like that. I know that I knew friends who had like 
entire the, like the Saturday was Lord of the Rings day, and they would start off like yeah. six o'clock in the morning and just watch all three of them extended versions back to back. And uh, I never, I never did that. So I think I've only ever seen them in the cinema. But I totally agree with you in the fact that I remember watching the first one. It's over three hours long, and sitting down there going, "That did not feel like three hours." And no. I think the two things. Do you like... remember when it ended? Everyone went no because it ended, and I just wanted it to keep going. Yeah, I, I, I do remember. I do remember watching it, and the two. My two thoughts were: a, that enough for like two, uh, like um, three hours, and oh my god, they nailed the look of the book, which is crazy oh, because yeah. yeah, I remember even just seeing the trailers, and when they showed the ring rates, I was like, oh my god, they've nailed it. And I remember there was <laughs> there was one of the trailers that ended, and it ended with Gollum's voice going my precious and you're just like oh, oh god <laughs> and then you watch the film and the film you watch the film and you're like oh it, it i think lord of the rings is what i'm not sure whether it was just the way that tolkien i'm not sure whether it's just that he described things so well that most people only had one picture in the head of what it looked like but mm. i think lord of the rings is one of the few times that there's probably a 90 percent um there's probably like a 90% agreement that they got what was in the books right. Like what was in most yeah. people's heads when they read the books is what ended up on screen. And I think it's one of the few times I think I've ever seen that because usually people, oh, that's not the way I think he looks. Oh, that's not the way I thought that would happen. Oh, yeah. But in Lord of the Rings, those people just went, yeah, that's it. That, most people just said, that is exactly what I had in my head. So it's, it's, it's quite, <laughs> so I agree with you. They, it doesn't feel like those. But that's just the first thing that we got onto that you saw this week. So Beast Mode, tell us, what else did you see this week? Okay, what else? So, uh, at the cinema, I went to see um, Blackwater Abyss, yep. an Australia, Australian movie um, about a crocodile. And then I watched, the, on your recommendation from last week yep. uh, on Netflix, I watched The Nightingale. Yep. Um, and I was with, with my landlord, we watched Jackass 3D because he quite fucked, <laughs> so that was for laugh. So, and then I watched a, a Vietnam film on Netflix, which was called Danger Close. Okay. Which was about. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, so it's a fair old bit, and then then I watched loads of little bits on YouTube, like oh. you know, like, oh. but the the it was only lucky that the American that they were going to use Lancasters to drop the the atomic bomb, but the Americans didn't like it, so they had to adjust the liberate or whatever. So yeah, just all things like that, just all strange fixes and all right. and things. So as I said, as as we as I said that we are in danger of turning this into the Sean watches stuff podcast. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna be trying to move around Sean, and we're going to try and like you know not appear so inferior to his watching ability <laughs> as, we, as we go through this week. So um, so Sharon, you what did you see? I saw a French drama called The Last Wave on BBC iPlayer. All right, cool. It started three weeks ago, and I'd missed the beginning bits. So I, I did a whole... I didn't quite do a binge watch. I did three and three. Three episodes, and I watched another three episodes. Yeah. So yeah. I split it in half on the iPlayer. Yeah, and I had I had a whole bunch of stuff that I haven't finished watching. Like Homeland Season 3, <laughs> because I'm still doing that because I promised Karen, who came on the show, that I would... <laughs> That, that I would attempt to try and catch up with Homeland and tell her what I think about it. I'm still watching Umbrella Academy and watching uh, season two. I'm watching Killing Eve season two. <laughs> and I, was, and I just realized I hadn't finished watching anything this week. The week just, the week zoomed by. I don't know where it went. However, we have, if you look on our Facebook page, uh, so the Netflix with Cinema's Facebook page and our Twitter page as well, you would see that we have just shared a picture because does, it, does the name Patrick Russell ring a bell for the two of you? 
Patrick Russell. Mm. Yes. Does it ring a bell? Yeah, didn't yes. we interview? You interviewed Patrick. Yes, yes, we interviewed Patrick. We interviewed Patrick and he used to work in a cinema. It's like, you know, he said that he pretty much was born in a cinema and all that. And he's becoming a semi-regular contributor to the show because he actually sent us a picture of the cinema he used to work in. It was the Granada, oh, wow. yeah, the Granada in Acton. So if you look on our Facebook page, you'll see he has this old school pictures based on the way the man outside is dressed. It must be the 70s. So it's a black and white picture of this old school cinema, the Granada. And uh, he actually says that John Wayne visited it in the... He reckons John Wayne visited it in the 60s when he was doing one of his tours of the UK. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So, so Patrick has done that. Please have a look for that on our, on our Facebook page. And also, I got an email this week. And in, a, in addition, this came second in excitement to the one Patrick sent me. And this is an email from Odeon Cinemas. Oh. oh, yes, it's open. Yeah. Odeon Cinemas. I, 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 I'm getting closer. I'm getting closer. It says, Hi, Tosin. As a valued Limitless member, we wanted you to be the first to know that Odeon and Eaton's doors will reopen from the 21st of August. And we're opening in style yeah. with Christopher Nolan's anticipated new release, Tenet. So, essentially, what we predicted on the podcast came to pass. One person yeah. opened. A couple of weeks later, the other person opened. A couple of weeks later, Christopher Nolan goes, All right, fine. You haven't killed anybody. I'll show up. <laughs> 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 and, and now um and it's it's funny because they're opening up and they're showing up when they the first day that they open they're showing a bunch of stuff that some stuff that i don't particularly want to watch so i will be i've booked my ticket for tenet already but they have inception they're showing inception the 10th anniversary or of that yep. they're showing jurassic park again on the big screen showing onward and the cinema in Nuneaton they've made it really really nice it has like reclining seats and every like every seat is a reclining seat it's wow. it's really really nice there they're, they're showing onward as I said I am so happy onward is coming back I am so happy that's being shown again they're, sh- they're showing Tenet although not until the 26th of August and they're showing the Karate Kid <laughs> wow that's oh. interesting yeah they're showing the Karate Kid I, I, oh. I was sure whether it's the original or whether it's the remake because they show the picture of the original with Ralph Macchio and Pat Morita, but they say re in brackets 2020. They're showing Trolls World Tour, the film that created a massive, massive fight between Warner Brothers and the cinemas because they were supposed to release that in cinemas about a week into lockdown. Lockdown happened and so they just went... So they just went and released it on home on video on demand, and cinemas were like, "How dare you do this?" And it started, yeah. and it started a big fight, a bit like the Disney and Mulan thing is. And they're also going to be showing Unhinged, so maybe I will go see Unhinged. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll, yeah, it'll be I'll, interesting. I'll go see Unhinged for the four star first half an hour and the two star rest of it, <laughs> according to Sean's review from last week. So, uh, right now, let's how we show. Sharon, because okay, no, 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 Sean, let's start off with you. So, Sean, okay, we, give us something from cinema. So, you, the only thing we've seen in cinema this week is Dark Water Abyss. Dark Water Abyss, yeah. So, so when I hear so the, when I hear that, it sounds a bit like you know an Australian take on a James Cameron film. But tell me, what is it all about? <laughs> oh yeah, the Abyss. That was James Cameron film. I go, okay, yeah, it is an Australian film. Seen a lot of Australian stuff lately. Yeah, and that'll come even more. Um. Yeah, so it's an Australian film. Basically, it's uh, like uh, they, they, there's cave. There's there's two couples, and they found this hidden sort of cave up in the the rainforest. So they're like cavers, you know. So they go down. Yep, yep. 
like potholers. I mean, I've been, I've, I have done potholing, and so I sort of could relate to that side of it in a certain sort of way. Anyway, I've done it too. Go, oh, it's terrifying. <laughs> but it's, isn't it amazing? Tozing, isn't it amazing? The stupid get into the smallest cracks. Can't yeah, you? You really, it, it really, it really is amazing what you can do. But I think one of the scariest, yeah. one of the scariest things that they did is that a guide who took us down there. He took us to into this place. We gone we gone into this cave, and he went, "Okay, everybody, turn off your lights." And good lord, you could not see a thing. I was no, like, no. "If you had a light down there and you broke your light, you have no way of knowing how to get out of that no. place. You're just stuck underground forever. It is freaky." Uh, well, my, my experience is when I used to do some youth work, and we went up to Somerset, and we went down in what they call a chamber where you drop like a, a rope ladder, like a, a metal ladder, rope ladder thing. Yep. And we got down there, and he was all sat in this chamber going, oh, and then they said, the guy said, Sean, you're going to be the last one up because I need you to hold the bottom of the ladder. I was like, oh. <laughs> and it's funny. And it was a long way. And when all, when everyone had got up and they were at the top, they go, you okay? You okay? They're sort of, because it was quite a way down. And you're exactly right. And so although I had my little light on me, me helmet, it was all dark behind me, yeah. hugely dark. And yeah. It feels really, and, but I got up. But yeah, that was that was. So that they, they must initiate you, I reckon, in things when you do it first of all. But anyway, back to the movie. Yes. So they, they found this new pothole. Um, they're saying, oh, this would be... They look up. Looks like a bit of a storm. They say, nah, nah, there's not going to be a storm. There's not going to be a storm. Anyway, so <laughs> they go down. They go down. Guess, guess what? There's a storm <laughs> with loads of rain, you know? And it's all coming through. And they can't... You know, they're going, oh, dear, we can't get out that way. Oh, dear, we'll have to find... Uh, anyway, and of course... If the water's coming through, there's suddenly this monster giant saltwater crocodile that sort of happens to have this little lair there. So it's basically uh, uh, they're in this area, they're sitting on ledges, they're trying to save each other. There's bits falling here, bits falling there, you know, a couple of nasty bits in it. And that's, that's basically the movie, really. So, it is, so you know, it, is it kind of like Jaws with a crocodile under underground? Yeah, basically, yeah. But there's not there's not so much of the underwater stuff. It's more a case of the menacing bits where, you know, they're sort of on, sort of clinging to little ledges and they're sort of separated and the water's coming up and the crocs, you know, going around and all that. And the water going, oh, no, we got this, the water, water. And a couple of them are injured, so they've got to get them up higher. So all the time you've got, like, this, the water's rising, the water's rising, and then, you know, you've got, like, the hero one that's like, well, I'm going to... I'm gonna to have to swim for it, you know. I'm gonna so, have to swim through the. Hmm? So, how many people are there? How many people are stuck in there? Because you mentioned a couple. Are there more people? Well, there's only... Yeah. Uh, no, there's only four. There's only four. I know it sounds like there was loads, wasn't there? There's only four. Hang on, no, five. There's five. There's five of them, and uh, one. Obviously, you've got the one that gets munched pretty quick. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's that sort of sets a whole. You know, it's like it's like the Star Trek. You know what I mean? Where um the red the guy in the red coat. They, they have they have the little. Yeah, they have the little minions, don't they? So, yeah, so, yeah. A red so, but it's, yeah, there's there's not really anything new. But I did, I did like the crocodile because you actually <laughs> see his eyes, you know, and it's a real Ooh. like he's sort of looking, you know. So yeah, he's looking at him, and he's like, yeah, oh, you're next. <laughs> but of course, yeah. So yeah. Oh, and there was a little sideline, like because they're two, there's, there's two couples, and one of them, and then one of them ends up being. Um, uh, it's not really a spoiler because it's, it's quite early on. One of them sort of pregnant. Oh yeah. By the other one of the other couple and all that, so you've got that sort of bit of tension there as well. You know, because there's a bit where one of the the wives is looking through the phone and sees some photos of 
you know, with the other couple sort of thing, and or with the, the wife of the other wife. So, oh, so, so, that so sort of tension and. So do they save each other or do they, you know, would you like... Be, so they get a little... Nasty, nasty person, would you push them in? They get a little bit of soap opera <laughs> in there. Yeah, a little bit of soap opera in there. <laughs> to make it quite interesting. Okay, so so, so what did but, you think of that? Um, I think it's... Uh, I, I, I didn't like it. It was a fairly short movie. Um, what I meant didn't like it. I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it. I didn't think it was particularly anything new. I didn't think it was anything gripping. Yeah. But, and there was a couple of bits. There were a couple of bits in it that which I thought, well, would you do that? You know, but not not to the extent that they have been in films. So I would probably give this 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 would probably merit. Yeah, I mean, would I give it? Yeah, I'll give it a three. I suppose three. Oh, you know, three. Uh, a three three. An average three. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it didn't really. I didn't get crossy legged and all. You know, sort of hopping in. You know, oh, like, ants in your pants. legged and I huff and puff like ants in the pants. It didn't get me that bad. And I thought, well, at least they tried. Um, and yeah, so I would say, yeah, it's, I think a three star cause I didn't hate it. So it was, yeah. it was okay. All right. Yeah, cool. It was okay. Good stuff. Oh, cause I, I think we should, we have like, you know, there's a, there's a Sean scale, there's ants in the pants, there's reclining yeah. in seats. And, and those those are the those those are the opposite ends of the scale for Sean yeah. watching a film. So if if he's yeah. reclining in seats and getting lower and lower, this is good. If his ants in the pants and his crossing leg and he's turning over and he's going and it, and if he starts saying what would you then yeah, it's bad. It's 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 not going good for you. It's like if if you're uh if this is the Colosseum and he's the emperor, you're getting a thumbs down. So it's like, yeah. All right, cool. So now let's go over to Sharon. Sharon, you were talking about uh, French drama, what the wave that you saw on on the iPlayer. last wave, yeah, the last wave that we the, that we, you saw on iPlayer. Yeah. So tell us, what is this about? Yes, this is a a, a contemporary French drama uh, that's um, it's basically an eco drama, you could say, oh, but yeah. with a hint of sort of modern uh, science fiction without the the tech and the flashiness basically there's this 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 village in the south of france that's on there the shore they have this beautiful beach and it's an idyllic setting and they have a surf competition every year because they have this it's good for surf and during this particular surf competition there's this strange cloud appears above the waves and just as the competition's starting this cloud basically acts not like a normal cloud it descends and all of the surfers who are in the competition disappear Ooh. and then they reappear five hours later with no concept of having been anywhere they don't know what happened to them and when they come back they all start to exhibit different talents or they have new gifts like a little child who was in one of the junior classes his eyes have changed color and he can he's got this heightened ability to to see through things mm. so he can see people if they've got something wrong with them he goes oh you've got something there and he can he can see basically his vision has become heightened to beyond what is yeah. the normal natural phenomena yeah and someone else has prophetic dreams another person can heal another person has a, a highly accelerated pregnancy so you've got these different elements where these people who have been touched by this cloud and then the cloud sort of disappears but whenever it reappears it sort of foreshadows an event yeah 
And most of these events are basically where the cloud is reclaiming part of the past back again. So where there's been a modern development and they've they've reclaimed land, basically the cloud descends and then it's, the, the coastline is back to what it was like before. Ah, just like Black Gang China. Yes, exactly like Black Gang China. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and so it's like reclaim, it's like nature reclaiming itself. Yeah. Uh, so for anybody setting for, the clock. For anybody wondering what the heck Black Gang China is, especially if you don't live <laughs> on the Isle of Wight, especially if you're listening to this thing internationally, <laughs> Black Gang China <laughs> is an area of the Isle of Wight, which is an island of the south coast of England that has been steadily being reclaimed by the sea shall we say there's actually a theme yes. park there and i think like there used to be a time where every year you would go there and there were rides you were not allowed to go on because they were being reclaimed by the sea so hence yeah, yeah. The, co I, the, I, the coastline of the island is changes constantly yeah. <laughs> i do believe constantly. i do believe black gang china was the first theme park in the world really i yes. do believe that i believe i believe that's the thing it's been around for so long which is why I guess it's being reclaimed by the sea. But I'm pretty certain, I'm pretty certain, I mean, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty certain it's it's classed as the first theme park ever. You know, oh. the first, because they yeah. had like, well, they got different lands, nursery land, western land, dinosaur land. The house that Jack built. Yeah, the house that Jack built. And I mean, that house that Jack built has got to be ancient, isn't it? But it's still, oh, you yeah. know, the kids love it. Upside down house, the little fairy land with the little, you look in the tree. I don't think it was so much rides. I think it was just themes, you know, like different areas. Yeah. Yeah. And they have yeah. plastic dinosaurs that you can climb on. Yeah, That's it. yeah, those, those are, you, those are you, a big you attraction. You can't claim an Isle of Wight childhood unless you've climbed on a plastic dinosaur. At Black Gang <laughs> but what's really, what's really interesting as well with Black Gang, I know we should be talking movies, but they, they've got like a big, a big pirate at the entrance. And I'd, uh, I had a nephew that would go years and, and every year we'd get a picture of him under the pipe under the uh, smuggler's legs yeah and you could actually see the height so if you lined up all the pictures you could see how much he'd grown because <laughs> he, was, he was between the smuggler's legs you know so yeah yeah black gang is so named because it was a gang of smugglers but anyway so the last wave is very much like black gang china in that nature <laughs> will find a way <laughs> and <laughs> it does and so you, you see the story through six episodes through the lives of this group of surfers, because there's quite a lot of them, they narrow it down to you follow the lives of about six. So you don't follow like 20 different surfers where you're like, going, okay, which one are you again? Yeah. It is drawn in. So you focus on this particular smaller group and then it all comes to a, a dramatic conclusion at the end of it. So I don't want to give too much away, but it, but you see how, yeah, the drama is basically in what's going to happen when the cloud comes again and then how is it going to affect the people who are affected by the cloud oh. and how it, it looks at their relationships with each other and with the town in which they live. All right, cool. Now, this, it's, it's, a, it's a conceit that's been used. I mean, there was a show called The 4400 that used a very similar conceit of people disappearing yeah. and then appearing, coming and then back reappearing. and then having powers. And I think like it's a, it's a TV show that I think heroes stole a load of, a load of story beats from. But, but um, what did you think about this? What do you think about the French doing this, uh, taking this? We're going very international Yeah, I think sometimes... Week. Yeah, yeah. I think the French do some interesting dramas, actually. I'm I'm desperately trying to remember the name of... I think it was called The Returned, which the Americans remade. But it was basically oh, the um, this fog the... At, and all the, the dead people came back. Oh, The Leftovers, they're called in America, I think. No, no, it wasn't Leftovers. It was the French one. It was... 
the art. Oh, I remember the I remember the American one. I remember the I remember it. But yeah, but carry on. Yes, carry on. Yeah, because I saw the leftovers as well. But it's that was basically about how people who were killed in accidents were suddenly walked home one day, knocked on the door, and it was like, "Hello, I'm home." It's like, "Hang on a minute, you died 20 years ago," <laughs> and it, and everyone who died in the same year all came back, and then you see how life has changed, and that's all about an eco drama as well. So I think the French have some interesting ideas. They don't always do the obvious yeah. thing. So yes, it, I, I actually liked it. I it kept me watching and going back to see it because I watched it in two chunks, three episodes each. And no, I, I did enjoy it. So I would give it a high three. Oh, all right. I think it's good. It was good. It wasn't a high concept. I mean, it was by the time you worked out what was going on, you worked out what was going on. So it wasn't a high concept, but it was still, to me, it was entertaining enough to, to keep watching. So I would give it a high three. All right, cool. High three for that. Good stuff. Good stuff. And uh, seeing as I am contributing nothing this week, we go back to Sean. <laughs> <laughs> So we go back. You never to... contribute nothing, Jason. No, yeah, you, you, you're the anchor man. You're the, you're the, you're the nuts and bolts of this thing. Why, so... why? Thank you, thank you, uh, the, thank you, guys for for coming with very, very kind words to hide my laziness. So, <laughs> <laughs> so well, we, could, we could talk. We could talk about the nightingale. Yeah, we we will. I'm, I'm, I'm saving the light, the nightingale for last. Okay, that's cool. Saving yep. the light. Okay. So I think we have danger close. So tell us, tell us about danger close, Sean. Okay, Danger Close, another Australian film. Oh, wow. And this oh, film, yeah, another Australian film, and it is, which is, it's called, it's got a subtitle, The Battle of Long Tan. And basically, it's a Vietnam film, and because, I mean, the Anzacs were there, the Australians, they were actually in Vietnam. Um, so, and, and it's based on a true story, which, which I didn't really know about, and I mean, I'm quite au fait with Vietnam stuff. And it was called The Battle of Long Tan, and... 1966, and the, the uh, it's basically this Australian unit, this Australian brigade, if you will, um, and they're getting mortared. They're getting mortared with, with the VC MVA, so they decide to send out a patrol. So basically, I don't know if you ever seen We Were Soldiers, but it's it's basically an Australian version of that, I would say. Um, and uh, so. So I thought, yeah, this would be quite good. And the only other film that I've seen, which Sharon, you might have seen this, and it's a really, really good film, and it's from about 1976, and it's called The Odd Angry Shot. Have any of you ever seen that one? No, I don't would think you? I have. No, okay. Well, that's that's Australians in Vietnam. It's it's a bit more, it's a bit more. I, I remember with that one, you had the Americans and the Australians. The Australians had a tarantula, and the Americans had a scorpion, and they made them fight each other. But anyway, that's another film. This, The Battle of Long Tan. Okay, it's it's basically. So, so this 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 Australian base is getting shelled, and then they decide that they want to find out. So they send out a patrol. Well, they send out about three patrols to try and find out what this is coming from. And they encounter a well, you know, a whole NVA and Viet Cong, uh, you know, you know, practically regiment. So that, and and then you've got this conflict because it goes to the base. And the brigadier at the base is saying, well, if I send more men and more reinforcements, I think they're drawing them in for an attack on the base. So, but where Danger Close comes from is when they're on the radio and they're saying everything out, it's basically Danger Close is when the the enemy, the VC, the, the MVA are practically on top of them. So they go, Danger Close, Danger Close, bring down the artillery in my position. So, yeah. so basically, that's, that's where that comes. And that happens with a couple of the, the units that are out there and they get reinforced and 
so yeah, so it's bas- basically a war movie um, based war- on a, a. Pardon? A war movie, but with an Australian Australian bent. Because the thing, with, yeah. the, the thing I quite like about Australian films and Australian cinemas, I think something like that make, makes me feel as if I could really get into it is uh, a bit like how you were saying about the French. They never do anything straightforward. I always feel like Australian films compared to American ones are usually quite low budget. So it means that they have to be, they can't just give you the same old bombastic stuff American that where you've seen it before. They have to be a bit more inventive in the way they deliver it to you. So, yeah, yeah. So, so does that, does that hold true with this? Is it, is yes, it inventive or is it, or is it just Australians I, doing America? No, no, it was definitely, it's definitely Australians. And what I really, really liked is they had, um, here we go. This is me. This is my, my, I don't know what they call it, but now or whatever. Anyway, they had the really, it was great because the weapons that they had were, was the British FLN, right? Well, Belgian FLN, which is what the British army had. So they're very much based on, on the British army. So a few of them had the M16s. There were a couple of that had, I think they're called Owen guns, the Australian version of the Sten gun. So there was a few of those. Um, and it was like a fire base with 30. So yeah, so, and it all felt authentic. And you had the, the NVA and the VC, and they actually were, you could see the different, the black pajamas of the VC, the black, and the, the pith helmets with the NVA regulars. So it had a really, really nice, authentic feel about it. And you could see what was great as well when it went back to like the base, at the base of saying, oh, should we send out the APCs? And you've got armor personnel carriers. And he goes, okay, yeah, we better send them. And they're all like rusty and not all shot. You know, like in some films, you'd see them all polished up with nice, nice, um, you know, decals, yeah, 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 stripes yeah. and this, but, but these these were like a bit rusty and broke. You know, like they would have been, like they've been well used. Because yeah. the chap who's in charge of the APCs, he says, "Well, I can only get like six going, but I might better get the other two if I don't." Um, so, so, yeah, so, so, so essentially, the, it passes the Sean's things make sense test. It, pa- <laughs> it does pass the Sean's makes things test definitely, um, in quite a big way, and. What's great as well, being based on a true story at the end, you get the actual photos of the actors and the characters that they were playing. Oh, you get the picture of the actual soldiers yeah. and the characters of the, 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 uh, the actor actors playing. Like a, yeah, because yeah, what's, what's really, really good, they have, there's also conscripts. So you've got some conscripts and some regulars. And one of the majors, he says, you know, you've got, you've got me all conscripts. What are you, you know, they're, they're, they're no good. They're not going to. I can't possibly work with these because they're all like, you know, young people. And But some of them turn out okay. And in the end, so you've got a bit of a... Okay. So, so, of a... so how many stars would you give it? Yeah. Okay, now this is an interesting one. Um, I would probably have to give this... I'm, I'm debating between a three and a four. I don't know why I'm debating, but <laughs> I would say this probably would be more towards just a three because I didn't think, although I liked it, I did like it. It was really entertaining. It'd be a strong three, but I don't think it quite merits a four because to me, some of the acting wasn't actually, I, I thought you could, you could see it was acting. If oh you, yeah. If yeah. You you understand I, I, I mean. know what you mean. Was, I know what you mean. It yeah. was like, yeah, you know, they, that, that, that was, you, you know, you're acting, you're not in the, you're not in the part. So I, I don't believe but, you. Yeah. No, it was really entertaining. Yeah. I don't believe you. Um, so that, that yeah, there was a couple of couple of moments like that that you know when pro- probably the major, probably the good cap, the actor who was playing the major, which um, I don't know who's, what what, okay. what, is act, what the actor name is, but 
you probably I don't know if you've got the stuff there. So, no, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, so uh, so we we have less Major than... Harry Smith. So someone someone called Tran sorry, someone called Travis Finman. He 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 didn't quite I didn't he didn't come oh, over quite genuinely. Like okay. I know that name. Do you? Yeah. Uh. You know that name, Travis Fennell, Major Harry <laughs> Smith. Was, yeah. He was in Vikings. He was um, yeah, yeah. in the Lothbrook in in the first six series of Vikings. Oh. Five series of Vikings. All oh, right, sorry, Sharon. <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> okay. Like three, three star. Three stars. Three stars for Danger Close. So I think we've only. I think the only thing we have left is the Nightingale. It is, yeah. That's that. Well, unless you want to, yeah. I mean, uh, there's a couple of other things, but yeah, the Nightingale, basically. Yeah, yeah. I suppose could we count just to tie it up because we've seen one, two, three. This will be four things on the thing. We could use the three Lord of the Rings, which will well, obviously be. Yeah, well, we, uh, but, uh, uh, if Sean, we could do that. But the thing is that, according to original rules, we it can be something we've already seen. Oh yeah, it's true. That's true. Uh, okay, according yeah. to, I that's know, very, I know, that's very, that's very true. That's very true. And I know, I know, uh, I, I know, I know. Because of COVID, a lot of things are getting messed around, and so we have to ask, like you know, but if there's not that much in cinema, because it looks like Dark Water Abyss was the only thing that wasn't around last yeah. week that was in cinemas this week. So could we still do it in in a sort of like, yay, we love cinema, cinema's back, but it's the Lord of the Rings. You know, cinema is going to win. So <laughs> that's, true. that's true. Okay, that's fair. So, fair, fair so, comment then. Fair comment. So, yeah. so I guess we can say that this week we've had three Lord of the Rings movies, Darkwater Abyss representing cinema, and we've had Nightingale, Danger Close, The Last Wave, and uh, well, yeah, representing representing. Netflix and Friends. Netflix and <coughs> Jack has, we're, we're, oh, yeah, Jack, oh, yeah, we've already done the Nightingale. So, yeah. No, so, I mean... Uh, okay, so... It would be, yeah, go on. Yeah, but uh, yeah, well, we we can do that. But I think I think at the moment, we're just going to celebrate the fact that cinema's back and we're going to ignore the competition for a while, uh, at least until I can get into the cinema, until the 21st of August, when I can get into the cinema, <laughs> when I can watch things. I, I, okay, let's say we will start rating movies again and putting cinema versus Netflix again Tenet. When Tenet comes out, how about that? Okay, that'll be a, that'll fair. Be a one. That yeah, will be. But, I mean, there's there's going to be a, there's a few other ones that are out and about, and there's like Baby Teeth and. Oh, okay. okay, fine. Okay, no, fine. No, we'll call it. We'll, we'll call it Tenant. We'll call Tenant. Oh, okay, no, okay, no, okay. You're right. Baby teeth, baby teeth. I'm actually looking forward to that. So, okay, from next week, from next week, we go back to a proper head-to-head where we say who won this week. Was it cinema? Was it Netflix? Okay, from ne- next week we'll do that. From this week, week okay. we'll just we'll just revel in the fact that cinemas have been open for what two weeks now and we and we haven't heard a sniff of somebody trying to close down a cinema because people can't socially distance which is to be which is to be rejoiced about and which is to be things like okay cinema goers are more sensible than pub goers and beach goers (laughs) okay so so to round us off this week we're going to talk about uh the nightingale so i watched this last week I came in and I told you guys about how much it affected me and what I thought about the film and how it was, it's a pretty strong film, quite a graphic film. And so, Sean, you went to go watch that and what did you end up thinking? I, I watched that, yeah, that was the one after, after your description of it. I thought, well, I've got to go see that. And, yep, I agree with you. It's, it's, it's pretty brutal. It's pretty stark. Um, it's really, really good acting. Yeah. Um, I can understand why we, why we didn't like, you know, the, the what's what was it? What's the, the uh, you know, the horrible officer in it? I forget his name now. Oh, Sam yeah, Claffin. yeah. The, Sam Claffin. Uh, yeah, I, I can't remember his I yeah, can't remember yeah. the name of his character. 
But anyway, yeah, it, it was some sort of officer, wasn't he? He was a horrible officer. Yeah, I he thought, was. I, yeah. And I thought the acting was... Do, do you know what I quite, which was quite interesting was they used the they used the word fella didn't they quite a lot you know? yeah they used, like, they used the word fella, fella yeah they kept the saying uh, the black fella a black fella the white black fella, fella like a, a white yeah. fella yeah which yeah. which was was quite interesting and and they did sort of they I think you know the Aboriginal people they did have that sort of mysterious awe about them and when there was yeah. that other encounter you know that that other encounter which was um, yeah it was quite that was quite brutal as well. Um, if I was oh, to God. say, yeah, if I was to say one thing, apart from all that, I did enjoy it. I did all that. I did think it was a, perhaps a little bit long in yeah. some parts. It, it sort of, it sort of, it was a little bit, seemed to me like a little bit long, like it could have been a little bit shorter. And I thought the, the, towards the end, you know, when they're in the, in the town. Yep. Yep. Some yep. Of the, some, some of the bits there, I, I sort of wasn't, wasn't majorly, you know, it was a bit sort of. Oh yeah, you know, stay there, stay there. Don't come out, don't come out, whatever. But on the whole, yeah, it was a, it was, it's it's well worth a watch. It's it's a really good movie. So really, the only criticism I had to say that it's perhaps a little bit too long. That's that's you know that's my opinion. I think it could have been slightly shorter, maybe yeah. twenty yeah, minutes it, shorter or something. Yeah, it's it's um it's uh, his okay. His his character is called Hawkins. Sam Claffin's called Hawkins. Hawkins. Right, who's one okay. of the most despicable? Yeah, it's horrid. It's one of the most really, despicable really characters that. And, uh, the 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 word the worst thing about it is, I mean, if you look online, if you type in Sam Claffin the Nightingale, he actually talks about how harrowing it was to play that character. Yeah, I bet. Uh, the kind of I the kind of it effect it, it it had it had on him to play that character. Mm. The the worst thing about him is like I, I think for me watching the film, I was like he is the most effective horror bad guy I have seen because and the thing about it is because. In almost any other film, that would seem like, you know, a pantomime villain. But with him, the way it's played, it's believable that this this kind of stuff happened. Yeah, for, that's it. It reminds me, of, reminds me of Flashman in Tom Brown's school days, that sort of thing. A real proper nasty bully. Yes. Was, yes. You know, and, Bullied, and, entitled, believes that the whole world yeah. should bow to what he wants. And yeah. therefore, he just treats everybody like absolute. Yeah. And, and you can see the ones that, you know, the, the, the people that he bullies are... are and yet, when it comes when it comes to like high, higher officers or whatever, he's he's yeah, sort of, yeah. he doesn't you know. Um, he, so he's an he's an absolute kiss ass. Is it? He's, he's yeah. He's 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 a proper proper bully. He's a proper bully. Nasty nasty bully. And as yeah. I say, the people that that are his underlings, if you like, the people that he bullies, they obviously are not very nice people as well because they yeah because they turn on and bully like, everybody else. Yeah, they, bully everybody <laughs> else that they can. Everybody who's who's weak in them, but. You know, yes. Yeah. I mean, it was it was a good film. I'm 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 glad I glad I glad I watched it. Um, it. And and it also gives you some idea of the sort of past of of Australia, doesn't it? Really, sort yes. of. Yes. Uh, and I should imagine, although I think it was Tasmania, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, it was Tasmania, yeah. Yeah, Tasmania. yeah, yeah. So. Uh, it 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 just it it, it it it's it's a great film. I love it. It is a sad film. It is a film that made me angry. It is a film that got me thinking about the world and humans and history and what happens and how things suck. Exploitation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How, the, how everything was, you know, yeah. Yeah. How, even, how, even, how, even when it comes to prejudices and uh, in that film, even to start off with the, the, um, what was her name? Claire, was it? Or, or, Claire, yeah. Uh, Claire. Yeah. I mean, Played by Aileen Franciosi. Uh, yeah. And she's 
very she's she's racist isn't she she's, she's, she's yeah, still racist because to, because start, to start with anyway to start yeah, with and then the, to yeah. because the film the film starts off and it's it starts off looking like it's going to be all about how this woman is abused and then you start realizing that this woman herself is actually a massive racist yeah 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 <laughs> and, and i mean she's she, she is yeah so it's it's as, as, so so it, it the it plays with your it plays with your allegiances. It's like yeah, for goodness sake, she should go. She should. Whoa, whoa! What did she just say? No, <laughs> no, no! I, I thought that was a hero. I thought that was a heroine. No. <laughs> and, and and that was what had a good nice ring of truth about it, didn't it? You could understand. Yes. You know, she was like, yes. oh, you know. So so yeah, no, no. It was a, it was a good film. It was a good film. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, it, it, uh, 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 well, I'm I'm glad we agree on that one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad we agree on that one. Okay, so um, I believe that's it. I think that's all we have on the Netflix and cinema news review stuff. And this is going to be our shortest podcast for a while. Even yeah, uh, well, I, I think we should. I think we should keep it. We should just take the win. We should take the win and go. Take the win. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's take take that's the it. winner. Take, take the winner. Take the winner. Are you going to watch? Are you going to watch any of the? Re- I know we've done them before. Are you going to watch like your Inception or any of those re-releases or Back to the Future, or whatever? I probably I might do it depending on the the time. I might do Inception. I might, but I don't think apart from that, I don't think there's. Uh, I might oh, do I, Jura- I might do Jurassic Park because I never saw Jurassic Park in the cinema. Oh, well, that'd be good. That'd be good. I mean, yeah. I have already seen Inception. I saw Inception in IMAX, so I'm not yeah. really sure on that one. The so, Karate Kid, um, not so much. The only things no. I'm thinking for the first week, it might be in, it might be Jurassic Park, might be Unhinged. If I feel like I have enough time, even though now because there hasn't been cinema around, I found out more things have been taking up my time. So, <laughs> so I might not actually get back to. I might actually get, I might not get back to this one. Yeah, but I would like to see Onward again, if if for no other reason, to get them more bums and seats because I feel I feel that I feel like that film was just so wronged. That was that was a good film. That <laughs> yeah, was another one we that was another one we agreed on. There's another one we agreed on. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's uh, that that film. I feel it was it was so wronged by the coronavirus just coming and shutting down cinemas because yeah, then no many people got to see it, and I think I think that was a, that was a real shame. And uh, Sharon, I'm not even going to try and make you watch it because it is animation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And if anybody's that listening, horse to... is dead. Yeah, don't yeah. flog it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, if if the if there's anybody who's who's listening to this on Radio Public, because I've been registering the podcast on different podcast uh, podcast distribution networks, and there's one called Radio oh. Public, and it asks for like um, descriptions of the different hosts. So I did put down descriptions of the three of us, and I did uh, uh, and I did put down like you know the kind of films that we all like and stuff. Sharon, it was a typical thing that. If it, if it used to be a book and it's now a film, you will be all over it. And uh, although although trying to make you watch something animation is tantamount to torture, as far as you're concerned. Sean <laughs> <laughs> Sean westerns, World War Two movies. I said that Sharon can give Sean a, a run for his for a run for his money. Westerns and World War Two in westerns and World World War Two movies. And I also mentioned that you haven't found a movie in the last ten years that's actually scared you. So. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so uh, maybe i'll read those out next week but uh until next week when um i will try and finish watching something and and sean and sharon still have the ability to go into the cinema but this we this is this is so new we don't even know what's being released but maybe baby teeth is going to be out next week i don't know uh we don't know yeah, but uh, but it's an australian it's once again an australian film australia what is going on? i know that's, that's what i mean they're all aussie films aren't they well, really they're, they're just kind of like 
it's almost as if they're using that COVID as a kind of they're like, well, there's not going to be any American films to sort of like steal the thunder. Release all the Australian films. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's so, on next week. It's on next week. I've just yeah. had a look. It's on the next week. Yeah. Um, Sharon, do you fancy Tuesday four o'clock? She's do you want to see that or not really? Yeah, that, no, that's 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 possible. That's a possibility. Yeah, that's okay. a chance. That sounds we, we, yeah. pen, we pencil that one in. Yeah, yeah, it stars. It stars. Oh, what's her name? She was in Little Women. She played Beth. No, it's Beth, the one who dies, the youngest one yes. in Little Women. Yeah, she plays Beth. Beth is the one who dies. Yeah, I cannot remember. Sorry, spoiler. Spoiler for Little. Oh, 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 oh! I did see a trailer for this. I just seen there's another film on Pinocchio. What? Pinocchio. It's, it's not the Guillermo del Toro one, is it? Uh, it looks like it. It's like a, like a. It's not an animated one. Um, let's see what we can, what it says about it. No tweets oh, about this yeah. film yet. Oh yeah, but Eliza Pinocchio, Scanlon. When, That's her name. When I was, in, yeah, I was when I was in um, when I was in the Lord of the Rings and and the trailers and they showed the trailer for Pinocchio and it does look very, very interesting. So, All right, good. So that's, right. That's, that's, Until that's, next time, when Sean can watch those and I shall just be standing in the room <laughs> crossing off the dates until the 21st of August on a calendar on my wall. Counting down. Counting down in no way whatsoever like Jack Nicholson in The Shining, a film I still haven't seen. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it's a good buy from I, me. I, I think you won't it's like it. Good buy from me. And it's a goodbye from me. Oh, okay. Hang on. Before we, we're just going to roll the goodbyes back a bit. You think I won't like The Shining? I think you wouldn't. I, I don't think The Shining would be your type. It'd be interesting. I, I could I, be it, totally wrong, but I don't it, think the, it would. I have the DVD. It's been in my. I borrowed it from a friend of mine like two years ago, <laughs> saying I need to watch this film because everybody keeps banging on about it. And as a film buff. I need to have an opinion, whether it's good or bad. I need to have an opinion about this. Sure. And uh, the the thing is that the way everybody yells and reveres and worships at the altar of Kubrick already makes me want to not like it. <laughs> it already makes me want to not like it. But uh, one of I will eventually watch The Shining at some point. I've seen clips and stuff of it because you can't escape clips and stuff of Shining. And I I have a feeling that you might be right. I think there's going to be something quite Kubrick about it. I will not like. But um, but we'll see. We shall see. So let's try. Let's go. Let's dive in again for the goodbyes. Until next week, it's a goodbye from me. (laughs) It's a goodbye from me. And it's a goodbye from me. We will. You will hear us next week. Bye. (laughs) Bye.